Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us. This is Alicia and Whitney on Coming Coming Up Higher, where we're cultivating atmospheres for God to move in everyday life. Hey, thanks for tuning back into Coming Up Higher. We're so excited about today's episode because we have a friend of ours on. His name is Mark Ousley, but he goes by DJ Funky O. He's a DJ out of Chicago, Illinois, and he is a blast. He is so much fun to be around and to talk to. And so we know not only are you going to be touched by this episode, but you're also going to have a few laughs. And for those of you watching uh, with video and on YouTube, you may even get to see a dance or two at the end. (laughs) So make sure you stay on for that. But today we get to just dive into how Mark became a DJ and just the family heritage that really inspired him stepping into this calling. And we also talk about uh, a serious brain surgery that he had and how God brought him through that and how that's changed everything in his perspective. And we also talk about what the kingdom of God can look like when we all come together and unite for Jesus instead of just our own separate ministries or our own separate causes. So let's go ahead and jump into the conversation. Well, welcome, welcome to Coming Up Higher. This is Alicia and Whitney, and we are so excited today, as we always are when we have guests, Yes, because each guest that we have on, we just really believe God connected us for a reason, and we love hearing people's stories and and getting to hear what God's doing in in other people's giftings and ministries, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and and just how he's moving. And so today we have Mark Housley. Housley. (laughs) Without you know, had, the H. She had me say, he said, it sounds like house. And so it was in my head. Mark Ousley, AKA DJ Funky O. He's a, a nationally known DJ out of Chicago. He mixes various genres of music. House music is his specialty. Co-owner of leapforjoyministries.org with his lovely wife. And, you know, you just go out and you promote good music and good, uh, godly atmosphere. And, uh, And Mark has been nominated for seven spin awards in the field of gospel music. And he is also on the D Curtis Randall show in Chicago, an awesome gospel station in Chicago, reaching millions. And so we're just honored to to have you on. So um, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, If you want to, you can call me Housley. (laughs) Housley. <laughs> That's going to be our thing now. <laughs> no, no. Housley and home. Yeah. Yes. What the listeners, what you didn't hear. I was reading off his bio and stuff is before this started. And um, I was reading off, okay, and you do home music instead of house music. <laughs> and so there's something with the theme of today of like home and house. And so I'm excited to see how the Lord's going to like unpack that and bring some kind of crazy revelation out of our blunders. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. So we met, uh, we met Mark at the Spin Awards, actually. And for those of you who follow our podcast, we had Resurrection right. on uh, a, a little while ago. And we also met him from the Spin Awards. But him and, him and DJ Funkio here, we, those were the two men that just God really uh, connected us with and just their hearts for, for mm-hmm. serving the Lord and their ministries. And, um, and so we, we are so grateful glad to have you on and just know that God connected us all for, for a reason, but uh, we just want to dive in and just have you share a little bit of your story. Have you always loved music and been drawn to it as a kid and decided to get into it or how'd that go? 
my parents, my parents have always been into music. Uh, my mother, uh, rest her soul, she she actually had a chance to go dance with the Alvin Ailey dancers when oh, she was a teenager. Oh my gosh. My grandmother would not let her go because she said you're too young to go to New York. Mm-hmm. You know, this was a long time, you know, this was back in the uh, early 60s, so she couldn't go. But having said that, she loved to dance, mm-hmm. which means you have music around. Right. My father, my father, he 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 sung in various choirs. Uh I don't know if you ever heard of uh, Jesse Dixon, uh, Milton Bronson, uh-huh. my father was a member of Thompson Community Singers. Wow. So we, we, I, I, I've always had music, period, whether it's secular or gospel, but more so gospel on this genre that we're talking about because uh, he, would, he would be a choir director. And so that means he would be at home and he had to learn the songs, learn the words, yeah. mm-hmm. a rehearsal and pr- do the rehearsal. Yeah. So that, that would always stick with me, period. No matter how far I went away with secular music, I would always still have gospel music. Those root, the roots, yeah. yeah that, that's it, even until this day. I started just, in the home. Started in the home, <laughs> started in the home and uh, it has never left me. You know, I will read the back mm-hmm. album covers to see who who played this instrument and who produced this and it's just it. I don't know if you can tell from the background or tell your listeners, you can see some of the records behind me and yeah. Uh, yeah. And I got stuff over here and I got the turntables here, turntables over over your head. And uh it's just been with me. Yeah. And I'm glad that they instilled that in me. And it was naturally they didn't even have to enforce it on me. Right. It was, it was natural. Right. And I think sometimes that I don't know, just kind of how I see it is like, sometimes God just places a gifting in a family that just goes down the generational lines. And it's like, you know, that God has anointed this lineage for this work. And whether that's music or whether that's engineering or architect or, you know, doctors and things like that, or Mm -hmm. pastors, like, it's so cool when you just see so clearly like God's design for this family down the family line. Cause that's how we have it too. Like our, our grandparents traveled around in gospel quartets and sang at churches and our parents were in a quartet and did Christian music. And our dad was a musician. Yeah. Mom was a worship leader. And so it's just an honor. I know you, you know, like it's just such an honor to be able to carry on that legacy and to really discover what it is that God has for our family through this gifting? Like how, how can I be a unique expression? I think it's so amazing how people listen to you. You don't even, you don't even know that people are listening to you. Right. You know, and they're listening to you while you're doing your work for the Lord. Yeah. How many people have you all met before and you didn't even know they listened to your your music? Right. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And that's what, what I was trying to do when I asked you all, send me your stuff because I got, two million people that probably have never even heard of you. If I play your music, they'll hear of you. Yeah. And I just want them to get the message. Now I want them to know it's you too, but my Mm -hmm. main goal is for them to get the word. Yeah, exactly. At least for me, that's, that's always my plan. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I think that's your gifting. We were talking about your wife and in your ministry leap for joy ministries. She's a speaker and she leads uh, Bible studies and, 
you know, she's, she does these things in front and you said, well, you're the hype man. And I said, yeah, you are, but you're, you're the atmosphere setter Mm -hmm. and, and, and with your music and and how you mix it in such a way and, and you set the atmosphere and you set the tone for, for what's coming next, for the word to be received, Mm -hmm. for, you know, for the outreach to happen or things for people to tune, tune into God's frequency because it's his message and his word. And it doesn't, his word doesn't return void in the form of music, in the form of preaching, whatever it is, but you're tuning them to that frequency. And so I, I just, I love, I love what you do with that. And, you know, we, we appreciate you playing our music because that is our heart. It doesn't matter if they know if it's Alicia and and Whitney or whatever, but it's, do they recognize the father's heart and his frequency in in what we're putting out? Mm -hmm. And And that's what it's all about. He wants us to get that word out no matter what. And sometimes you can't, right. you can't be in a church. And see, mm-hmm. this might be another reason about what we're going through now, because you don't have to be in a church to, get, to give his word, mm-hmm. to right. his word, to sing his word, to tell, to tell of your testimonies and stories outside of the church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's no excuse now. Yeah, right. <laughs> you can't say, "Well, I don't have time to go to church." Well, guess what? You're you're not going to church. All the time in the world, yeah. You got all the time in the world. You got social media. It is no excuse not to get the word out, however short or long you want to do it. Right. You know, so and so we. This is what we have to do. We have to be warriors with this. Mm-hmm. Well, and I love what you were saying about it. it. Doesn't matter how, but just that the the message gets out. And I think that's such an important part that the church, um, the, just the realization that we need to come to is that like, we're all in this together and it's, it's no one ministry over another, or it's no, you know, I'm going to promote myself, but not promote someone else. Like that's not God's heart. Like his heart is to get the message out, the word out, whether that's through music, speaking, whatever, inspirational posts. Yeah. Writing, like he just wants the word to get out. And so I hope through all of this that we see a church that's just more unified and really has that like single focus, that single vision that we're all in this together. We're all on the same team. Let's support one another. Mm -hmm. And the world needs this. And I mean, we're seeing that now in the midst of this pandemic and everything, like they're, they're scared, they're fearful. They don't know what's ahead. And, And it's because they don't have Jesus. So it's understandable that they're in that state, but we have the answer. And so it's so important that we, that we, unite together and and give them what they need mm-hmm. it's important that we and i hope i really hope we get it right because i was telling my wife he's trying to get he's trying to get everybody's attention mm-hmm. what what's really important versus what's not really important mm. and you know sometimes god do think does things to get your attention yeah and and you know we call it what we want but he's trying to get your attention right you know, and if you don't get that, and a lot of people, unfortunately, they really don't get that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, those that do get it, we need, we need to share it. We, we need to share it. Yeah. Yeah. Our spiritual uh, mama, Debbie Short, she, she talks about sometimes when you're trying to hear from God, there's static. Like when you're tuning in to, you know, your radio station or your gospel station, if I'm driving mm-hmm. down the car in Chicago and, I, and I'm tuning and, uh, and, and, and I'm not quite reaching that, that channel or that frequency or that number. There's a lot of static going on and, but it's so important. And during this time, God has removed all the other, all the other static and all the other stations we've been tuning into and focused us at home 
and said, I want you to tune into me. And, and I just think as, as we, as we learn to hear his voice more and more and learn to hear what he's saying and what he's instructing us to do and, and his plan for the earth and his plan for his people and his plan for redemption, as we tune in more into that, um, we're going to see some big changes going on. And I think this is the perfect time to hone in on that. Right. And, and, uh, and, and I'm just excited to see what's going to come out of this. And I, and some people, and some people are taking advantage. Uh, I know you all notice on social media where you have various DJs that go on live. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse me. So I, I was, I was, uh, asked to do it as well. So I started doing it, but in that, in that, I had two different ministers from two different churches say, hey, can you go on live for our church? Now, see, that's amazing because that church has never heard me before. Mm -hmm. The other church has never heard me before. And I get to come on there and and mix gospel and do whatever. And they tell me I can stay on as long as I want, which is dangerous for me. (laughs) That's true. I might, I might stay on to give you an hour. I might stay yeah. on to give you three hours. Come on. <laughs> it depends. So I don't know if you want to give me that kind of carte blanche. Right, right. I, my point is, you have other people that hear you, and they're hearing the music, and they're hearing the words and the message. Mm-hmm. And these are totally different, two totally different churches from one side of Chicago, Park Forest, to Itasca. Wow. And and one one church has a Wednesday, one church has a Friday, mm-hmm. and they, they allow me to come on their group page and just do what I do, uh, whatever they need me to do, and and it's amazing because now it has grown. That's my t- another growing testimony for me. Now I'm growing even more as a gospel DJ, and people are getting the word through through what I'm doing. Right. Mm-hmm. And so those ministers are getting it, that they need to use this platform mm. to, to, to reach in, to reach yeah. in. And so um, you got to, like you said, you got to uh, jump on it. You have got right. to jump on it and take advantage of it the right way. Right. Well, and I think it's so interesting because it's so easy, especially in times when we're you know, stuck at home or we're not getting like the opportunities like we used to, like for us, our ministry, um, you know, a lot of the events got canceled that we're supposed to be singing at and leading worship for and things. But to have the perspective that God can do just as much, if not more, in us during times like these when we're secluded at home or when we're not able to promote ourselves or do, you know, go out and do things. We can't do, 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 and and like run and all this. Um, But what's really interesting is God is bringing these opportunities to you. Mm-hmm. Like as, as you're resting in him, as you're seeking him, as you're doing right. what you're feeling called to do, um, obeying the obscure obstructions of instructions of just, you know, let, let's go live at home. As you're doing those things, God's opening the doors and you're not having to, mm-hmm. he's, he's bringing it to you. That is so true. And, and, this is this is how it gets down. I I, I have I had brain surgery New Year's Eve, nineteen eighty nine. Hmm. You wouldn't know that. No. And, you know, a lot of people joke and say, "Oh, that's what's wrong with you." Oh, <laughs> good friends, huh? <laughs> yeah, usually it's the friends and the relatives that right up with that conclusion. Mm-hmm. But having said that, I was willing to just say, "Okay, I know I didn't do what I was supposed to do." Lord, I was here, but I did, I did believe in you. I do believe in you. 
and just forgive me for all my sins. And, you know, I'm okay with that because they, the doctors was like, it's going to be nine hours of surgery. Wow. And we don't know. What was wrong with? I had, a, I had an aneurysm. Mm. Okay. And so blood vessel burst in my brain, mm. left side. And, and so I had surgery and I'm here. But my thing is, I tell people all the time, the reason why I have fun and joke and, and don't take too many things as serious because I survived brain surgery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so now he's giving me the opportunity to do whatever it is I need to do to get it right mm-hmm. or to get his word out or to, to help somebody else. Whatever his thing is for me to do, he gave me the chance by letting me survive the brain surgery. Wow. Right. You know, and uh, hey, that's, that's what you have to do. Sometimes he has to get your attention and, you know, if that never got my attention, it did. It did. Yeah, right. <laughs> and so that's why I was saying to you earlier that uh, this whole spread thing, this whole uh, virus thing is to get our attention. Because mm. to let, let you know who you should be thanking, who you should worship, who yeah. you should you know, who you should be uh, 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 glad that you're alive. Mm-hmm. You should all be thanking, particularly one being at period, which is God and his son, Jesus Christ. Right. Mm-hmm. Your true source. Yeah, your true source. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I want a lot of people to realize that. Because tomorrow is not promised to you. We're, you're, we're not on schedules. We're on his schedule. Yeah, right. that's it. Mm-hmm. We're on his schedule. Yeah, so tell us... Uh, Tell us how you got into DJing and just and mixing gospel music and all, like how did what did that look like? Okay, so DJing part, or you want me to tell the gospel part of it? Or I mean, to, if there's yeah, the guy just as a DJ. Do you want me to mix it all together? Mix it all. Let's give us a DJ mix. Do what you DJ do, well, man. man. Do what I do. Do what I do. So I learned. I I started getting into DJing. Period. I'm gonna go real quick. Uh, as a teenager, because I used to go, I used to love to dance. As I told you previously, my mother danced. And so I think I had got that gene from her. So I would love to go to the dances, the high school dances, blah, blah, blah. But after a while, I started paying attention to the DJs. Mm. Like, man, how is he doing? How is he making that one song going to the other song? (laughs) Eventually, I was interested in how to mix. Yeah. And then, so I didn't know equipment cost so much money either. <laughs> right. So I would have to, I would have to do chores, and I saved my allowance and wow. bought one turntable. Mm-hmm. And I saved and bought another turntable. Nobody told me I needed a mixer. <laughs> Nobody told me that until I it dawned on me one day when I would go and look at the DJs. They had this thing in the middle, mm-hmm. mixer. So I finally able to get one. And so over a period of time, I would, I would learn and learn and learn. And in my field, in my mind, I think I'm terrible. But I, I improved and improved and more people started to hire me for this, that, and the other. And I ended up becoming pretty much okay. Having said that, fast forward over these many, many, many years, because, you know, I told you I'm 55 and that happened when I was 16. So you do the math. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> And so I was driving to St. Louis to visit our, our we had we have two kids there that went to college and now they're living in St. Louis. We're going to visit them. 
uh, Curtis Randall, as you mentioned earlier, Curtis Randall called and said, hey, I need a mixologist for my gospel show. Can you, can you uh, send me a mix of gospel music? And I'm like, yeah, no problem. No problem, I'll send you a mix. And when he hung up, I looked at my wife, I was driving, I said, I don't have any gospel music. <laughs> <laughs> said that in faith. <laughs> oh, so, right, so that was the bad thing. That was faith, and I was I clearly lied to the guy. Yeah, right, that's true. <laughs> Good point. Let's not, let's not forget the sin part of it. <laughs> I lied. Thou shalt not lie. <laughs> oh, I lied. <laughs> I, you know, I, I didn't want to tell the man no. He, he was referred to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, he was referred to me by a guy that said, hey, I, I know a guy that can do this. So I sent him a mix. He loved the mix. Where you been? We, you know, nobody's never heard heard gospel music mixed like this. So I used to, I joined the show as a mixologist. But I could never come to the station because I was working for the school system. And they would have a show in the daytimes. Mm-hmm. But I would be at, the, at work. So I said, you know, I might have to come early and jump in there and just to meet the people that I'm sending the mixes to. So I came in and sat in doing the show. They loved me so much, they made mm-hmm. me a part of the morning team. Wow, oh my gosh. <laughs> so that's how I got on the show. Fast forward to a few more years later, the, these guys was getting nominated for gospel shows, gospel awards, as you know, spin awards. Mm-hmm. And I said, man, it would be real nice if I got nominated just for one little award, that would be mm-hmm. real cool. I'll be able to just to go on my merry way if I get nominated. Right. And he said, this time next year, everybody will know who you are. Mm-hmm. And he was not lying because the uh, next year, I got, that's how I met you young ladies. I got nominated mm-hmm. for five, uh, five awards that year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Uh, it was amazing. It was amazing. I didn't win, but it's cool because I took away a lot. I took, I had got friendships with you, mm-hmm. experience with everybody else that's in the gospel music world that I never even knew this existed. Uh-huh. Right. You know, so, so my point is that kid from back in 1982, learning how to DJ, fast forward all the way to now I'm more so known really as a gospel DJ, more mm-hmm. so in the secular world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and I have to explain sometimes to clients, well, no, really, I'm a DJ that plays everything. <laughs> right. <laughs> They're used to me being the gospel DJ, mm-hmm. which is great. And and that's the testimony to where God can bring you. You can you think you're going to do this, but God laughs at your plan all the time. Yep. Because he has another plan for you. Yeah. I, I, I love your story because I, I love how God places these giftings and desires in us as children, as teenagers, mm-hmm. as, you know, young adults. And, but it took an investment on your part. You worked and did right. your chores and whatever you had to do. Mm-hmm. And little by little, you invested in the gifting that God placed in you. And you weren't even realizing down the road what you were going to be walking in, the, the open door to be on, on the radio, the gospel radio show. And, um, you know, the, the, right. yeah, the spin award mm-hmm. nominations and, and all of those things. That's amazing. And I just love God that, like you said, he kind of laughs like, yeah, that's cute. You know, you're going to, you know, do secular music and all this stuff. But he used that. He used the secular music uh, mm-hmm. to so that you could hone in on your craft for gospel, mm-hmm. for both of them, for and all that you do 
that's all encompassing today right. uh, with the variety of DJing. Like you said, you don't just do gospel still, but, but God's using it all. And the funny part is, I, you don't realize we were talking about how I got started. The more I, I, I try to look for different gospel music, the, the more I realize I know so much gospel music because I forgot my father. That's it. Doing yeah. it all along growing up. And, I'm, and I would name songs. Sometimes my wife would even ask me, I've never heard that song before. I'm like, you don't know this song? And we laugh about it. And it, it's just amazing how uh -huh. it's a full circle. Yeah. It's just really amazing. And I, I thank God. I thank for the opportunity of anything that is, is putting his name out there, you know? Right. Yeah. Anything at all. And so I'm just having a great time. I'm having a great time doing whatever he needs me to do. That's good. And one of the things you had mentioned about, like with the Spin Awards, that even though I didn't win with those nominations, just the experience, just just to have those nominations. And it reminded me of a story. Uh, I was in this singing competition uh -huh. and uh, just like last year. And it was, um, it was just like a fun thing to do. But I, I, I think I made it to like the second round and then didn't, you know, make it past that. But, and God brought me to this place where when I was younger, like that would have devastated me. Like, oh my gosh, I, you know, I love to sing and they didn't see like the gifting in me or something like that. But I was like, actually really okay with it. Cause I had stepped out. Cause as a singer, like you have your songs that you like know well and that you can do well. And those are like your go-tos, you know, but I had tried something different. Cause I was like, you know, I always do that song. Like, I just want to try something fun. And I did, um, a Stevie Wonder song, Superstitious. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I love that song and I'm just going to sing it. I don't yeah, care. Yeah, way out the box with that one. <laughs> Which, hey, normally I do Proud Mary, Tina Turner. Like, that's my go-to. That's even worse. That's my go-to. <laughs> that's way out the box. <laughs> so I, I did the Stevie Wonder song and, and that's when I didn't make it to the next round. And so part of me was like, you know what? I'm proud of myself for like, stepping out and trying something new because I wanted to and and I was comfortable enough to do it but then the, the other part was still kind of that competition but like yeah but you lost and the Holy Spirit just stopped me and he was like Whitney it's not even about winning in my kingdom like it's not it's about the journey like I'm proud of you that you stepped out and did something that you're not used to doing yeah and that it wasn't with the mindset of trying to advance to the next level but it was just the the mindset of wanting to be authentic to who I am and what I wanted to do and yeah. I think that's important yeah. Um, like that, it just, your story resonated with that for me is that it's not about the accolades. It's not about the accomplishments. Like so, so many times we're so focused on the destination that we lose sight that the journey is like the most important part. Mm -hmm. Like the destination is amazing and it's like a reward for all the hard work and stuff that we've done. But really like all the hard work, all the investment, everything you've learned, how you've grown, how, yeah, like how God grows you through it, matures you, like that's done in the process and in the journey. Yeah. And so I love, I love that that's your heart too, that it's okay. I didn't win these things, but look at what I've gained through yeah. all of this. So someone tested me one day and said, uh, if there's one award you could win, which award would it be? And I really, I was going to tell another lie. <laughs> I was going to say, ah, it doesn't matter, but I'm not going to lie to you. I, I said, it would be nice to be DJ of the year. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and I had to laugh because we, we're human. Mm -hmm. and, you know, and that's the flesh part that God 
uh, tells us we always have to deal with. Mm-hmm. But but the point is the fact that I can even say that and feel that way, and it's all because I've I've been pushing the music of Christian music and gospel music was still amazing. Mm-hmm. Because the bottom line, it went right back to the fact they wouldn't have nobody would ask me that in the secular world at all. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. not not at all. I wouldn't even be able to answer that question. But being in the gospel world, just the fact that I can joke about that and and be asked that that, that was a blessing too. Mm-hmm. Right. I, yeah. I still win with the fact that I could have that conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just think it's interesting because you know, her singing Proud Mary and Superstition and stuff like that. Actually, our dad was a funk bass player. Mm-hmm. And so he he introduced us to Motown. I grew up listening to Gladys Knight. I, she's one of my favorites. Like, And then our mom had parents who were in Southern gospel quartets, country oh. music, all mm-hmm. these things. But like you growing up in a house with, with gospel music or varying different types of music, it, it really was was something for our future that was growing us into Mm -hmm. to be able to, you know, like uh, Paul says something like I'm, I'm all things to all people so so that I can minister to them. And God wants us to, to understand different cultures and understand different sounds and understand Mm -hmm. he doesn't want us because he, he's a creative God and he created us all. He made us all unique and, and we all have unique expressions and how we express ourselves. And, and so I think that's, that's really important to, to celebrate that and, and, and realize that sometimes when things are just going on and being played in the atmosphere, they're, they're, forming who we are and right. and the giftings that we have. Well, yeah. and I want to add on to that. I was talking with the spiritual dad of mine, Pastor Andy, and um, I was just telling him, you know, it'd be really nice if there could be like one thing that I'm like good at and can dedicate everything to because I was just sharing with him. Like, I feel like, I mean, we have this podcast, we're doing music, like I, I'm going to school for business. And there's just like all these different facets to my life. And and he told me something really interesting. He said, Whitney, God's raising up a generation that, that aren't specialists, but they're multifaceted. Yeah. And that's I, like, I heard that when, as you've been talking, that God didn't raise you just to be a specialist in one area and to be confined to a box, but he's actually trained you to be multifaceted. So now when you're at a secular place, you can just hop right in, do some mixes, you know, you know the language, you know, you know everything. But then at the same time, you're doing you're doing live streams for churches and you're mixing gospel albums and you can be on different radio shows. And like you were talking earlier, the church getting out of the, the four walls mm-hmm. of the building and actually being the church and, and being relevant to people. I mean, sometimes we just get, we just practice on each other as Christians and we just hang around with each other. And, yeah. but God's wanting us to break out and to, to reach people that aren't coming to church that, that don't know our Christianese language. Yeah. And so I just even want to speak that over you, like God's, God's created you to be multifaceted. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I think you know that, but um, that he's really given you authority to speak into to different um, arenas, I mm-hmm. guess. I would, I received that. And, and it's, that's, that's pretty much confirmation. Uh, gentlemen, uh, Pastor Jenkins, one of the ministers I told you about that yeah. uh, had me play for his church. He wanted to uh, talk with me further because he said, he said, man, I love your energy when you 
when you're worshiping and praising the Lord, he said, in matter of fact, he said, where do you get all that energy from? <laughs> and I said, well, I've, you know, I've had energy, period, even you know, no matter what I'm doing. It's just that it's, it's real. Mm-hmm. It's authentic. Right, right. I'm, I'm not faking my uh, jumping around and hand clapping and dancing. I have a, a funky old walk. I call it the funky old walk. Oh, I love that. I love it. Where I walk back and forth across the screen. Nice. So, yes. so he says uh, he he really enjoyed that because it was good for his people, his church, his flock. Mm-hmm. See a man giving giving exercise and, and, and energy. Yes. And worshiping and praising. So true. And that meant a lot coming from, you know, a, a man who's, who he has his church. Right. He is the, uh, he is the shepherd and that God works with you so many ways. I, I didn't expect that at all. I just expect for him to say, okay, are you going to do it next Wednesday? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, so mm-hmm. God's always using you. He's always using you is my point. It's always using you. Yeah, that's good. You don't think he's using you. He's using you. Yeah. yeah. And so he wasn't thinking about me. I wasn't, th- he wasn't concerned about me playing the music. I guess he, it was stood out that I had so much energy on the screen. Mm. So you just never know. Yeah. Right. Never know. So tell us real quick. We know um, you have a ministry called Leap for Joy Ministries. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. Leaf for Joy Ministries is a ministry we have where we give back during the, under the teachings of Jesus Christ. So mm-hmm. uh, homeless, hungry, uh, and we try to give it back when we know they really, really, really need it. And it's male and, and female. We don't mm-hmm. discriminate. So in other words, we know before Christmas comes, it's going to get cold. Right. So we'll already give them uh, thermal underwear long johns and such mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we know everybody's going to give people food uh, thanksgiving and christmas so we try to do it in the odd times of the year mm-hmm. that's good because they're still going to be hungry in april in july yeah on the gaps mm-hmm. yeah you know and uh so true and and it's, again it's not a church it's a ministry that my wife and i uh came together with and and we go around we'll have a, a prayer breakfast and when the people come for the prayer breakfast, they enjoy the breakfast, obviously. We'll have a speaker, we'll have a singer. I'll do the music, and then my wife is the keynote speaker. But at the end, whatever donations they give, we use all of them 100% to buy socks mm. or, or clothing or whatever, and we go and we deliver it. Now. I, I do record it, but I I don't want to. I don't like recording it where it seems like I'm sensationalizing it. Right. I, I record it to let them know this is what we're doing as Christians. We're giving mm-hmm. back, and we're letting you all know we're giving back, and you should give too. Right. So we try to do it like that, so it won't. Sh- you don't want to show people in a bad light when they're already down. Yeah. Right. But we also want people to know that this is what Leaf of Joy Ministries. Are. This is what we do. Mm-hmm. to partner with you guys and yeah, yeah i understand that and so and my wife she she goes around and she speaks uh you were talking about how how people learn she was real they they really received her in the church we were in and in in this place and that place and then all of a sudden it started growing 
Mm -hmm. You know, she was speaking, now she's speaking at women conferences and other churches. And this is another form of how you say things grow. You know, when you started right here, but you think it's about this. Mm -hmm. And now look, she's able to give the word all over and still tell the people about leaf of joy and giving back. Yeah. Yeah. So powerful. So it's powerful. So it's great. And uh, we're, and we're just, we're just getting started. That's it. Yeah. I like that. Just getting started. (laughs) Declaration. Yeah. 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 So tell us, uh, we want those listening to be able to find you and uh, follow you and and listen to your, to those mixes. So uh, let us know where people can find you at. Just at Alicia and Whitney, just ask them. <laughs> there you go. We do have your information. Yeah. We're, uh, no, no, no. I'm just, I know you weren't expecting that. That's why I said that. <laughs> uh, well, go on Mix. You can go on Mix Cloud. There are various mixes, gospel and uh, secular. You can download those for free under DJ Funkio. Mm-hmm. Instagram, uh, hashtag DJ Funkio. Twitter, at DJ Funkio. You can go nice. on Facebook. Facebook and actually inbox me, Mark DJ Funky O Owsley. Okay. Go, go on leafforjoy.org. Mm-hmm. Find me that way. Uh, the, the, the email address to, to message me directly if you need music, if you need mixes, is djfunkyoprod at gmail.com. Awesome. Yeah. And we'll, we'll link this stuff in the description as well. So they'll be able to find you. So we're excited. Um, for people to connect with you and just are have enjoyed this episode. Mm-hmm. I just love hearing people's stories and hearing how God invested in you as a young boy and, and where you're at now. And, and, and like you said, it's just the beginning. So right. it, I just am so excited to know you and we're blessed that you came on today and look forward to all that God has for you. Well, I appreciate you guys, and I'm going to put you on blast and say, I need you to send me more music. So okay. <laughs> Yes, we will. We have, we're getting ready to release a new song this year, too. So we'll make sure and get that to you. Yeah. And, you know, I want you all to keep doing what you're doing. And this is only the beginning for you. Mm-hmm. And don't be afraid to keep remarketing, keep remarketing, keep remarketing yourself. And trust me, God is going to open up so many more doors for you young ladies. It's a Thank pleasure you. for me even knowing you. Oh. you open up with me. Oh no, we've enjoyed this. But yeah. one thing I do want to know is if we can see that DJ Funkio walk across the screen. Uh, Whitney, first of all, I don't even know. I can't believe you did that to me. I just called you out. Is that the beat? I love that. Our YouTube viewers are going to love that. If I see that on YouTube, (laughs) I'm going to get y'all. I'm going to get you. There we go. I'm going to learn it. I'm going to replay this episode and learn it. And next time I'll do it with you and we'll do it both together. (laughs) That is hilarious. I swear I'm going to get Whitney. I swear I'm going to get her. (laughs) I don't know how, but I'm going to get it. 
Well, I think we'll end on this note. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta go. (laughs) Thank you so much, listeners, for tuning in to Coming Up Higher. We are Alicia and Whitney. And just know that we love you guys and we're praying for you. And we look forward to speaking with you again. God bless.